guys, we are glad you are back with us again this week for Greenwood Student Ministry Online. And uh, we are so, again, thankful for the guys uh, leading us in worship and being able to come to you in your living room or on your phone or wherever you're at watching us right now. We're glad that you joined us. And we are, again, anticipating that day when we get to be back together. We look forward to that day so much. And uh, I'll have a little bit of an announcement about that here at the end uh, of my message. But uh, we've been in a series called You Asked For It. We asked you guys for questions, and we've got some uh, replies back. And this will actually be the last week that we tackle any of those um, questions. And then next week, we'll be moving on to something else when we come to you on at Greenwood Student Ministry online. But um, if you missed it, you can go to our YouTube channel that you're on right now, and you can go back and watch all of these uh, You Asked For It or any of the other sermons that we've done uh, while we've been on Greenwood Student Ministry online. And so... Um, tonight we're going to talk about a question that I've heard since I was a kid, uh, a, a question that has um, obviously not really gone anywhere because uh, we've been asked it several times. I've been asked it several times in my ministry. I've been asked it uh, several times uh, by adults, by students, uh, by people who are active in church, by people who are not active in church, um, people who I would say know a lot about the Lord and uh, people who may feel like they, they don't know a lot um, because it's, a, it's an uncertain thing. It's a, a thing that we struggle because sometimes I don't think we fully uh, understand uh, what it is or, or what drives a person to get this. And so here's the question that we're going to tackle for tonight. Um, does suicide send someone to hell? That's a question that, again, has been around for a long time. Does suicide send someone to hell? But here's what I want to hopefully show you just in the next few minutes, that the Bible is very clear, very clear that suicide in itself does not send someone to hell. It does not send someone to hell, suicide in itself. And so, again, if you have your paper Bible, we're going to be in a couple of different places uh, tonight. We're going to be in Romans chapter 5, and then we're also going to be in John chapter 10. And here's what we're going to find out from, from this is um, when we ask that question, it's, it's kind of almost the wrong question to ask. Does suicide send someone to hell? The right question to ask is what causes a person to go to hell and what causes a person to go to heaven? And we, we have to be careful to start saying these, this one thing or that one thing um, because there's a clear definition in the Scripture of what sends someone to hell, and there's also a clear definition in the Scripture of what sends someone to heaven. And so, if you got your Bibles, go to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5 is where we're going to start out. Again, we're going to start out here, but then we're also going to go to John chapter 10. So if you want to um, put a bookmark in there or, or a piece of paper or something, we're going to flip over there in just a second. Um, but here's, here's what happens is that we start thinking about these things. And again, when we start thinking about suicide, we start thinking about something that not really all of us can even comprehend. Um, I know there have been people that I know in my life that have struggled through different things. Tyler talked about depression last week. And w when we hear about things like people being really depressed for a long period of time and 
contemplate thoughts of suicide. For some people, that's, that's hard to understand because we don't really know what that feels like. And, and so we have to make sure that we're, we're talking about something that we can understand. And so one of the things that I want us to understand is that, that suicide would, in my opinion, be classified as something that would be not right or not good. So, in other words, do I believe that suicide may be a sin? Yes, I do. But here's what the Scripture is clear, is that sin separates us from Christ. But not, not surrendering our life to Christ and receiving His forgiveness and making Him Lord of our life is the only reason someone goes to hell. Because here's what I can tell you. As a believer, I gave my life to Christ when I was six years old in Thompson Baptist Church in Alvarado, Texas. Now, here's what I, I know about that time, is that since that time, contrary to even my wife and my daughter's opinion, I have still sinned between the time I was six to the time I am, unfortunately, I hate to say it, within about two and a half weeks, y'all, I hit 40. There's been a few sins in between there. So here's what I know, that, that sin is what separates me from Christ. Sin is, drives a wedge between me and Christ. And suicide, while it may be considered a sin, in and of itself doesn't send me to hell. What sends a person to hell is not having a relationship with Christ. Go to Romans chapter 5, verse 12. Here's what it says. Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin... In this way, death spread to all men because all sinned. So here's, here's what we know is that we got to be very careful to, to start saying, well, this one sin in and of itself, no matter where you're at, no matter um, what you're going through, no matter how you look at it, that has the ability to send you to hell because what we're saying is that one thing is more powerful than Christ. So the, this, this passage talks to us in Romans. Uh, Paul talks to us about how sin spread to all of us because we've all sinned. So whether somebody is struggling with, with one thing or the other or actually acts on, on a temptation uh, in, in one part of their life or another does not necessarily mean that that person goes to hell because if we read all the verses of Romans chapter 5, Paul is very clear to help us understand that just as through one man sin entered the world, through another man salvation entered into the world. And you can read all the way down through, through this passage, um, and Paul begins to talk about even though one man sin entered the world, by another man, grace came into the world, and grace is more powerful than sin. And when we surrender our lives to him, we are able to overcome sin through his blood, and that's the blood of Jesus. When we receive what Jesus did, when we acknowledge him in our life and we surrender our life to him, we recognize that we don't have the ability to conquer sin, but through Jesus, sin no longer is the thing that determines the outcome of our eternal life. So going back to where we started, does suicide send us to hell? Suicide 
does not send us to hell. What sends us to hell is not having a relationship with Jesus. The best and my absolute favorite scripture about this topic, um, and not just this topic in suicide itself, but just dealing with, with sin and struggling with sin. Um, and here's the reality. If, if we are truly focused our life and surrendered our life to Christ, our goal should be to look like Jesus. So our, our life should be constantly a, really a battle to allow Christ to have control of our life so that he can win and we can look more like him on a daily basis. And we, that is something that, that I've had times where I feel like, man, I am on cloud nine. I am overcoming things. I am, I am going 90 to nothing. I am, I am got this. I, I am doing good in my walk with Christ. And there have been other days where I've been like, God, if you go and read Romans 7, Paul has this um, uh, moment in his life as well where he's like, man, the things I don't want to do, I keep doing. And the things I do want to do, I can't seem to figure out how to get those done. Man, I've had those times in my life too. And so, again, what defines us in our relationship with Christ and, and what gives us eternal life or eternal separation from Christ is what we choose to do with Jesus, what we choose to do with Jesus. And if we come to that point where we say, hey, I know that Jesus is real. I know that Jesus is in my life. I know that I have given my life to him. I know that I have uh, confessed him as my Lord. He's in my heart. He's in control of my life. Then here's what we can rest in, that no one can take us out of God's hands. Go to John, John chapter 10. We're going to go to John chapter 10, verse 25. Here's what it says. I did tell you, and you don't believe, Jesus answered them. The works that I do in my Father's name testify about me, but you don't believe me because you are not my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they will never perish ever. No one, did you catch that? No one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given them to me is greater than all. No one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. This is Jesus speaking and he says, listen, if you are my sheep, if you have given your life to me, if you are a follower of me, if you've given your life to Christ, Jesus himself says there is no one that can take you out of his hands. And so here's, here's the reality for us to understand. No one means no one. That also includes all of us personally for our own life. Now, each one of us needs to examine ourselves and make sure that, yes, we have truly surrendered our life to Christ. We have confessed Him as, as Lord. We've received His salvation, and He is, is the joy of our life. We live our life to glorify Him. But once we do that, there is no one, including ourselves. No matter what the struggle is, no matter if it struggles with depression or things that maybe cause us to have suicidal thoughts, or no matter if it's substance abuse or, or whatever it may be, those things 
do not in and of themselves separate us from Christ if we've given our life to Him. The only thing that sends us to hell is by rejecting Christ. Because again, Jesus told us no one, not a single person, not you yourself, not anybody else can take you out of my hand. He says at the end of that that he and the Father are one. He is literally telling everybody, um, some for the first time to hear it, that he and God, the Father, are the exact same. They're one. It, there's, they're together. You can't take anybody out of God's family when they are in God's family. The blood of Jesus Christ made sure that we have an opportunity to be, to be um, adopted into Jesus' family so that no one can take us out, including ourselves. And so, where at the beginning of our life, sin does separate us from Christ, once we surrender our life to Christ, nothing can take us take that away. Nothing can take us away. So, can suicide be something that true believers struggle with sometimes and even fall to? Can there be a Christian who's actually taken their life? There can be. Sometimes the, the weights of this world get, get very heavy. I believe there can be. Does that mean they weren't a Christian? Doesn't mean that at all. Does that mean they won't be in heaven? Doesn't mean that at all. Does that mean that that probably wasn't the right decision for them to make, just like you and I have made wrong decisions at times? Yeah, that was probably not the right decision. As a matter of fact, not probably, but that was not the right decision for them to make. But it doesn't mean that because they made that decision, now they have to suffer hell. But I will tell you this. If somebody does take their own life and they haven't given their life to Christ, then just like those who don't take their life but, but maybe die in another way and they haven't given their life to Christ, they still suffer hell because the only way to have a relationship with God in heaven for eternity is by having Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. In Romans 6, 23, it tells us this, that the wages of sin is death. That means we, we earned death because of our sin. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That means that through what Jesus did, He gives us the gift of eternal life. And when we receive that gift, when we surrender our life to Christ, nothing can take that away from us not even ourselves, no matter how bad we, we mess up. And so here's what I want to ask you. If you're listening to us tonight, wherever you're at, if you don't have a relationship with Christ, you can have one. This is the gift of God. Because later on in Romans, he tells us that Whoever calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. And if he says, if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. And here's what I can promise you. Is that Jesus came to die on a cross for you and for me 2,000 years ago. And his blood was perfect. And his blood paid the penalty for us so that we could have an eternal life relationship with God and with Jesus forever. 
And the Bible says that we just have to confess him as Lord, and but believe it in our heart. So it's a two-part, and so you can say something like this. You can pray right now where you're at and, and say something like this. You can leave your eyes open or you can bow your head however you want to. These words aren't magical, but if you mean them from your heart, you can have Jesus today, and you can say something like this, God, I know I've messed up. God, I know I've struggled through even thoughts of depression. Maybe even at times, God, I've struggled through thoughts about taking my own life. God, I know I've messed up. I know I've sinned, but I believe what you did on the cross was real, and it was for me. And God, I just give you my life. I surrender my life to you today. If that was you, here's what I want you to do. DM Tyler or myself. You can go to our Ignite page or um, uh, Fuse page on Instagram. Let us know. If you have our numbers, send us a text. Give us a call. We'd love to talk to you about that decision. Let me tell you, if that was you, the Bible says that the angels are rejoicing in heaven because of the decision you made. And so we are excited for you. Let us know. Let somebody know. Call a friend. Uh, go tell your parents. Do something. Let somebody know that you gave your life to Christ tonight. If you're already a believer, or if you're not a believer, and you're struggling and maybe even contemplating thoughts of, uh, of suicide or just having, uh, as Tyler talked about last week, thoughts of depression, here's what I want to encourage you to do. Reach out to somebody. Again, we're here for you. Ignite Student Ministry, Fuse Student Middle School Ministry, we're, we're here for you. We want to help you in your journey. Reach out. If we don't have the answers, because I'll just be honest, we don't necessarily have all the answers all the time, but we'll help you find somebody that can get you the answers. We'll help you find somebody that you can talk to. So if you're struggling, reach out to us in some form or fashion. Uh, however that may be, we want to help you in your journey in this thing called life. And so, man, we're glad that you are here with us. Again, thank you for all the questions that you sent in. Um, maybe some of you have been coming back and we've been seeing you. Um, if not, uh, we're going to continue having uh, Sunday live services. And so you can check on the website if there's availability. And then hopefully we'll be soon to a day where we can uh, meet together without any restrictions. And, and hopefully that's coming. And also next week, next week right here on, at GSM Online, I'm going to have a huge announcement about when Ignite and Fuse are starting back, when high school ministry and middle school ministry are starting back. We cannot wait. We cannot wait to see your face. Love y'all. See you next week.